Hello and welcome everybody back to the Nudist Colony, the new metal discussion podcast where we talk about new metal and we discuss it. My name is Ross. My name is Brent. Hello and welcome. Oh, uh, hello and welcome to you. Yes, and welcome to you as well. Oh, um, and to you, sir. Yeah, yeah let's do it again. Uh, three, two, one. Welcome Clap. back. Clap. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what's up, everybody? This is uh, this is uh, the nudist colony. Uh, this is a secret hidden track episode. Um, don't tell. Don't tell. The first if you rule tell about secret fight club is you talk about it. Mm. Double negatives. Yeah, I think that's how that works. Who cares? This is my friend. His name is Bitch Tits, but it's okay <laughs> if we say it. Yeah. That movie gets a bum rap. Um, I think it's good. Well, it's says. it's light new metal, right? It's uh, it, it, the wrong type of people tend to gravitate toward it. You right. know, they yes. make that their identity. Yeah, and that's that's the problem. And it reflects away, poorly on the rest of us. The the the, the message, you know, is completely misunderstood. <laughs> right. Yeah. New metal was generally about you know like weirdo outsiders and their angry angsty music, uh, and then mm. it got uh, co opted by uh, the the mainstream people that uh, you know used to. I wonder how Jonathan Davis felt, you know, like as their band progressed from, you know, because early on they were certainly like, uh, you know, appealed to that alt demographic. Uh, but, you know, they they, they kind of gained that reputation for, or not reputation, but uh, they gained the, the, the listenership that was uh, the same people that would have like picked on and beaten up Jonathan Davis in high school. I wonder if right. he ever like felt weird about that. I don't know. I wonder if he like then jumped in. He's like, oh, no, yeah, these nerds are pieces of shit. And he just like started <laughs> yeah. curb stomping them, you know? Yeah, it's it's yeah. Uh, I know like Kurt Cobain uh, kind of with the same thing where, uh, you know, the people that ended up kind of uh, as they gained popularity, people that just wanted to come out and like mosh, you know, to some heavy music. And they were, you know, meathead, um, preppy jock types. Mm -hmm. uh, and I know Kurt. Bo hunks. Uh-huh, big mm -hmm. tongues, mm -hmm. uh, with big hogs. Um, and uh, I know uh, Kurt called them out regularly. Uh, mm -hmm. It was just like, you know, we... Uh, I don't remember if it was on the on the CD. I think it was on the CD for In Utero, where he was like, if you're like a rapist, misogynist, racist... I got news for you, son. <laughs> welcome. <laughs> kick your feet off. Wait, kick your shoes off. Kick your feet off. No, uh, he like called them out. I think in in the in the liner notes, it was like specifically like we don't want you listening to our music. Like if you're like a rapist, uh, misogynist <laughs> asshole, which you know, hey, I mean, uh, it sent shockwaves through the rapist pervert community. <laughs> <laughs> They've yet to recover. <laughs> God, the the discourse on that now would be like, uh, you know, he. Uh, he, he's a communist. Well, he probably was a communist. Uh, but yeah, media literacy in this country uh, has been a problem, and it is getting worse. Uh, people fail to understand uh, the messaging behind so many things, or if they do, they they completely misunderstand it. People that you know, the the people that watched Stephen Colbert, the Colbert Report, and thought that he was like a conservative, those type mm -hmm. of people. Yeah, uh, it's shocking how prevalent that is. You know, bears really are a problem. He's right. Huh. Yeah. What? <laughs> Godless killing machines. <laughs> That's what he always called them. Yeah. Show. Gotta miss that show. Cool bell report. Mm -hmm. That was good. Good stuff. Um, okay, so today, uh, this this is going to be just kind of an easygoing. Uh, we've been kind of going hard the past couple weeks. 
uh, <laughs> with, with the Limp biscuits, um, mm -hmm. And really, the Woodstock. And the Woodstocks. Mm -hmm. And you're all that. Um, mm -hmm. Not the show all that. But we are going to be talking about television. So kind of like all that. Uh, did you hear that Keenan, there's going to be a new uh, Good Burger movie? I, I did. I got to say, I, I don't have any history with Good Burger. I know that people like it. I think I saw it once maybe when I was younger. My wife likes Good Burger. Like almost almost like too much you know uh and she tried to get oh. me to uh to watch it and i'm not Cooked. fully apprehensive to it Cooked but i gotta cow. say i i did not grow up with cable i have no experience yeah. with most nickelodeon shit i'm a disney afternoon fellow through and through tailspin <laughs> darkwing duck ducktales other things you know that's my yeah. jam i yeah. ain't got time for rugrats and all that stuff like all of that shit looks ugly to me and i know good burger isn't like animated but even still it's just like I feel like I've stumbled into another universe when I see uh, Nickelodeon stuff because it's so wildly popular, but I have zero association with it. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of nostalgia for for the that Nickelodeon era, um, and yeah, I'm I'm kind of in the same boat where I didn't have cable, so. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, going I'd go, going over to friends' houses or or staying the night with my grandmother, that kind of thing. Um, I would always like uh, put Nickelodeon on, so like I would catch mm. it, but I don't have like that deep association with it. I don't know yeah. all the quotes or whatever to mm. it. Um, you know, as a as a kid, I never uh, got excited about anything that was live action outside of like Power Rangers. Everything else, <laughs> like any type of like Double Dare or any type of game show, uh, any of the stuff that involves Nickelodeon slime, like I. I I right, get like the yeah. slime thing is fun, but I don't have to go to all the build up for it. That's just like a commercial break. Just throw some slime on a celebrity and call it good. <laughs> yeah. Let's not let's not talk about it again. And then I get to to the actual like cartoon that bookends it, and it's just like, oh, this wasn't worth it for me. You know, I think Ren and Stimpy right. was on Nickelodeon, maybe. Like that one was kind of fun, or maybe that was a different thing. I but it was, it was on cable. Yeah, I think it was. Nickelodeon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I. I thought that was pretty fun, but then everything else was just like, I I don't I can't wrap my head around this. This is not fun to look at. Right? Yeah, I was a Fox Kids kid. Um, oh yeah. The uh, the Disney Afternoon. Uh, obviously, there was some some of the Disney Afternoon shows that I I, I liked, but um, like your Tailspins and your Ducktales. But those mm -hmm. I feel like those at least in our. Um, uh, what, what's the word? Uh, market or whatever. Uh, those would come on Fox. Like I distinctly remember uh, Ducktales airing on Fox. But I think I think mm -hmm. then like once Disney kind of started up, they started like their programming block, and then I think they mm -hmm. they took it back from Fox. But I distinctly remember like yeah. Ducktales was on Fox. Um, maybe that was the only main one. But uh, yeah, I, I was a Fox kid. Uh, through mm -hmm. and through uh tailspin no tailspin was on fox as well yeah there was a disney afternoon block here it, it, it was different in different like states here in the united states where right. uh more like the divided states we're gonna take we're gonna take darkwing duck away from some viewers guys come on what are we yeah. doing let's get legislation together to prevent <laughs> anything like this from happening again <laughs> Most important, most important issue facing our youth today. For sure. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> but there was a, an episode of. Uh, do you ever watch Secret Galaxy on YouTube? Where uh, it's like this guy that like explains 
uh, cartoons and shit from our youth. Yes, yes, yeah. I, uh, I, I have, and I am a big fan. Yeah, he, uh, he did an episode. Uh, I don't know if it was recent or not. I just like watched a whole block of them like a couple of weeks ago. Mm. And I was like, oh, what on gargoyles? You got what on fucking tailspin? You got what on all? Of it? Like I, I was just a fucking nostalgia bomb. Yeah, Minard, you know. He's really, and he's really good. Real, real very detailed. Yeah. But uh, he had he did one on the Disney afternoon and like in some states like here it aired on Fox but uh, and it was very successful because Fox was like a, a fairly new network at that point they had kids programming after school right. was getting a ton of ratings then uh, after Disney bought ABC uh, there was blood in the water they're like That's oh we're leaving was. cash on the table so they pulled right. that over there and I think it was uh, actually it was the uh, maybe. There was a separate video, maybe, where he talks about the two competing Sonic the Hedgehog cartoons. There was one that was Monday right. through Friday, then a separate one. Also, it was both versions were voiced by fucking Steve Urkel, Jaleel White. <laughs> yeah. But the one on Saturday had its own separate continuity that was closer to the Archie comics. Yeah. Whereas the Monday through Friday was just very episodic and like just fun adventures with Sonic and Tails. Right. I I went down like a uh, like a really uh, deep. Uh, uh, s- s- uh, the comic book version of Sonic the Hedgehog whole oh my on God. YouTube. Holy shit! Yes, Ken wow. Penders, that whole like the, mm-hmm. the the Archie and then the the IDW like the, mm-hmm. like there is lore mm-hmm. there that is fucking wild. I really recommend anybody out there just if 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 you that's what I love YouTube is you can. You can go down these like rabbit holes that are like the most obscure thing, and just find video after video after video. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I usually end up skipping like educational videos if I am already familiar with the subject because I, I know mm-hmm. it. It's like so it's like Star Wars videos. Mm-hmm. I usually end up skipping those because right. I, I kind of know everything. Not mm-hmm. everything, but most things. But like when you get to like something like nineties. <laughs> Archie Sonic comic books, like something I have no mm-hmm. real familiarity with, uh, that is just fascinating to me. Yeah, I was on the uh, the Archie Sonic comics like very early on, like uh, oh, that first really? miniseries, okay. and then like the first maybe like uh, thirteen or so issues of the comic. Yeah, uh, I kind of read like issues here and there in that that run, and uh, it was fun. You know, it's very episodic, like the uh, the. Uh, after school cartoon but then yeah later on it really like morphed into its own like ongoing saga and yeah like the the amount of characters they bring in and like just all of the weird themes that get woven into it and the uh, whole shit with like knuckles race oh man and, yeah yeah and uh if people are familiar so, so do you do, did you come across any of the kin Pender stuff I had to have. I I looked it up like years ago. Yeah, but I I only remember like some of it, but so, it was just fucking weird. Oh, th- so this Ken Penders guy, he wrote like a ton of the the Archie uh, Sonic comics, and um, at one point, I guess the, uh, I I think it was Archie was going to let him go, or they were ending the series because of low sales, mm-hmm. uh, or or revamping, relaunching, so, something like that happened where basically they were like trying to kick him out. Uh, well, he. Goes back at him and says, "I want to keep all of my, all the rights to the characters I've created, which at this point had been 
like dozens on dozens of original characters. Yeah, like scores of characters that like people who've only played the video games, they have no idea. Like right. this vast array of characters. They were not in the comics. They were not in the video games. They were strictly on the Archie in the Archie comics. Mm-hmm. And uh, Archie, the man, no, <laughs> Archie, the, 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 the comic, the comic company, Archie the Bunker, um, had, had apparently lost his contract. Like, mm. like straight up didn't have it. That's uh, right. So the courts ruled. I think it was. I, I, I think it was like a closed court case, but they like kind of settled on something where basically he got to keep all like this whole set of characters, which then he tried to go on and like self-publish with this stuff, mm-hmm. even though they like look a lot. Most of them are echidnas. They look like yeah. knuckles. Uh, but like his whole race and this insane like backstory lore mm-hmm. um, that is just it is just fucking wild like how yeah. deep that shit gets google ken penders if you're interested in this and just be <laughs> ready for the man himself the, the, the ken penders is like just a weirdo guy to begin with like l- like weirdo fetish kind of like shit that like crept in this comic book and they, like the archie sonic comics were not popular so he, he ended up getting away with a lot of stuff he said that like Archie had almost no like input. They they weren't like saying, "Hey, you know, we mandate this and this and this." They would just like mm-hmm. more or less leave him alone to like run fucking wild. Yeah, and run wild he did. Yeah. Um the man was he is just a he's an absolute character. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, watch some of those videos and just just enjoy yourself. You know what's funny is I I never really thought about this happening between these two properties, but they were both at Archie. The Archie Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Adventures comics, yes, which I fucking love. That was just like classic comics to me. I was on that. That was my very first comic. Was one of those issue yeah. eight of that, and uh, I love that series so much, even to this very day. But yeah. there's a section of the comics that are not collected from IDW because I guess the uh, the I think the writer, maybe the writer and artist or whatever, they had like co-ownership of certain characters that were in there and they couldn't get the rights when they were reprinting all this material or whatever. Yeah. But um, I know that somebody claimed the ownership to Ninjara, which is a brown fox character that Raphael uh, starts dating. And he actually took that character and spun her off into like some separate series that was very like, furry-esque like furry sexy type of thing and like i'm not gonna kink shame anyone if that's your thing that's your thing but yeah it's totally different from like the turtles comics where she originated and uh right but it's so funny that both things happen to archie comics around the same time seemingly and they just wow they got slippery fingers there that's evidently shitty ass lawyers over there archie. <laughs> yeah like, for real well it was jughead that was the thing he was <laughs> he's he busy looking for some cheeseburgers <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah that that uh, that era would make a great uh, like deep dive documentary. Somebody should uh, somebody should get on that. I was actually watching mm-hmm. uh, just last night. I was watching some uh, Mighty Mutanimals uh, lore videos. There's not a lot because the series didn't last a long time. Praise be uh, but to the Mutanimals. Man, Rest in power. Though that. <sighs> That was that was a, looking back on it. That was a hell of a team, hell of a like the the writer and artist and, and the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, like they the, were like it was like Leatherhead, the alligator from Ninja Turtles. These yeah. are all Ninja Turtles like side characters that 
teamed up together. Right. Nut and Screw Loose. Uh, we know it was in the newest Turtles movie. So it was Man Ray and fucking Mondo uh, Gecko. Mondo okay. Gecko. Thank you. And then there was uh, Dreadmon, Dreadmon and uh, Jaguar, Jaguar and. Uh, I guess maybe Screw Loose was the uh, the the seventh one. Yeah, that's not in the the movie, but uh, yeah, I mean it was like a fun team. Like Slash, the evil Ninja Turtle, eventually joined. Yeah, and uh, it was it was fucking cool. They fought the the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Uh huh. Yeah, it was cool. It's very like kind of a darker storyline than that's you would wild. think from uh, not only Turtles but uh, a cartoon adjacent version of the Turtles. But, yeah. Uh, and I know even that shit was the, so good with the mighty mutanimals. There's some like rights issues with those guys also. <laughs> well, like some of those characters have actually shown up in the IDW version yeah. of the, the comics have been like, uh, I guess like ultimatized back when that was uh, <laughs> a, a saying Over. for uh, the Marvel ultimate comics. But, uh, yeah, it was good. That's good. Stuff, I like yeah. it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really wish, uh, somebody would, uh, would bring back the mighty mutanimals. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I'm 40 years old. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, they they, they kind of have their uh, they're in the uh, the IDW continuity. Are, are all of them? Uh, most of them, yeah. Like Dreadmon's oh. there. I I don't know okay. if Jaguar's there. I don't know. I know that, like a, a good handful of them are. I know that Neca recently, um, or fairly recently, mm-hmm. uh, released um, a bunch of action figures. They oh look, my they, god! They look remarkably similar to. Uh, the the comic books and I want mm-hmm. to buy them all but they're so fucking expensive. You got to buy one, you got to buy them all. Exactly, that's the problem that's the with thing. collecting at this point where it's like I can't just buy one single thing. Like I have to mm-hmm. like <laughs> I have to buy everything or else it's not right. Like if <gasps> oh my god if uh, <gasps> he agrees. holy shit. Now he wants out. My wife just let my dog in oh, and shit. now uh, now he wants out. Hold on, just one second. Yeah. So, everybody, man, the Mighty Mutanimals, you guys remember that shit? That was good. Um, I would highly recommend, uh, look up the NECA action figures, N-E-C-A, uh, good stuff. Brent's coming back now, and everything's gonna be A-okay. And I'm back. He's back, everybody. All right, um, so, yeah, so, so that was a little, uh, little trip down memory lane, but, uh, let's, let's fast forward to modern day, and, uh, Talk about any type of uh, media that we've been consuming. What what uh, what you've been watching? Well, uh, staying on the th- idea of things from our youth, I want to mention fucking Transformers: Rise of the Beast. You seen this? No, I've seen. I have not seen it. No. Yeah, yeah, you, you, you get this. <laughs> yeah, I get the these robots are in disguise. <laughs> you guys up for that one, Jay? Uh, no, have you seen all of the Transformers movies? What's your experience with, with any of these? I think the last one that I saw was the third one. The third one? Yes. And aren't there like seven or eight or something ridiculous? Uh, yes, there's, uh, this is technically the seventh, well, Jesus I guess Christ. theatrically, the eighth Transformers movie, if you're counting the, uh, the old school, like, 80s Transformers, the movie oh, that was well, animated. Yeah, Dare right. to be stupid. Well, the classic <laughs> An action scene to Weird Al's <laughs> Dare to be Stupid. <laughs> I've never seen that movie all the way through, but I what? have seen that scene. Oh. I know. I just I just recently bought it on iTunes for like four ninety nine. So there's some, I'm a, uh, there's some that. really shitty animation, but then <laughs> there's also some like incredibly beautiful animation. Of course, yeah. Um, 
uh, Unicron, whenever he is like uh, devouring planets a la Galactus. Uh, is his name Unicron or Unicron? Like, did he have his his uh, his his fucking tackle yeah, cut off? Yeah, Unicron. Um, Unicron. It's uh, uh, Ronald McDonald uh, got his dick beaten off by the Fry Guys. He got his dick beaten off. <laughs> beaten off by yeah, beaten off by the Fry Guys. <laughs> We all know. We all remember. Of course. That's why they're not around anymore. <laughs> so uh, you haven't seen Bumblebee. I have not. I've heard nothing but good things. I need to watch. Bumblebee it. kicks ass. Bumblebee kicks ass. Like the the first five uh, Michael Bay movies you can skip. Okay. I, I will staunchly defend, what is it, Dark Side of the Moon or? Dark of the Moon? Dark of the, the second moon. one? Yes. Dark of, no, the third one. It's the third one. It is the third one? Okay. Yeah. Because uh, the second one sucked, uh, but the third one is... Wait, wait, wait. It has a giant transformer dragging its balls over one of the pyramids. <laughs> oh, fuck. Where else are you going to see it, you know? But Michael Bay actually got permission from Egypt to film there. And he's like, let me, let me fucking uh, teabag these pyramids real quick. Let me culturally sensitize, sensitize these... Oh, that doesn't make sense. Uh, mm. No, no. Dark of the Moon is... It's like the best bad movie I've seen like in the past. I don't know when it came out. I'm gonna say decade, um, but uh, it, it is it is such a bad shit fucking crazy movie. And it's got like uh, Andy Daly and Kim Jong and uh, some really like wild uh, uh, like people that just pop up for a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, but any movie with Andy Daly, I'm 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 all in for. Uh, but yeah. it, it is just such a fucking crazy, like, it is like the rantings of, like, an absolute, like, lunatic. Uh, but, like, not, not not the conspiracy theorists that, like, not the, like, the QAnon conspiracy, but, like, the old school conspiracy theorists, uh, which I believe we just sp- uh, talked about it at length. Um, but, uh, the, you know, the, the pyramids were built by aliens, but, like, taken to an absolutely, like, insane degree. Have you, have you seen it? Oh yeah, I I not only have I seen it, I own every one of these movies, every one of these Transformers movies. Good. Uh so yes. Uh Transformers Dark of the Moon from 2011. So oh, it's over a decade wow, old at this point. Yeah. Over a decade old. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So that was the last movie with Shia LaBeouf, uh everyone's right. favorite <laughs> forward-thinking Rightly thinking actor, uh, no problems at all with him. And then uh, the next two movies have fucking Mark Wahlberg in it. Yeah, Mark Wahlberg a- and uh, classic Texan. Another you know? non-problematic white man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but then Bumblebee kind of resets things. It's like a, it's like a soft reboot, really. Um, I th- I think there's supposed to be in the Michael Bay timeline, but I I have a feeling that Hasbro is just kind of like. Yeah, but don't don't worry about it. Don't don't think about it too hard. Right. Don't worry about it. And that's that's but, uh, what ton ha- of fun. Haley Steinfeld and uh, Michael yeah. Cena. Yeah, John Cena. John Cena. <laughs> Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. <laughs> and Michael Sarah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, it has uh, Transformers, and some of them are animals, and it's good. You know, I love dinosaurs. I have a couple of them on my uh, tattooed on my body. Uh, the Mark Wahlberg <laughs> dinosaur Transformer movie. Not good. I mean. That's not a big stretch, but uh, I do like the the transforming dinosaurs. But wait, so this one doesn't have Mark Wahlberg in it? 
No, no, these oh. new ones uh, have just entirely different cast. So the first one has uh, Haley Steinfeld. Bumblebee has Haley Steinfeld in it, right. and then uh, uh, fucking Rise of the Beast has uh, something Ramos in it. Uh, Ramos, Ramos, something Ramos. Uh, let's see, Anthony Ramos. Anthony he Ramos. was okay. in. Um, uh, God, what is the name of that? The movie in the Heights. In the Heights, never seen it. Okay, good. <laughs> that one. <laughs> I don't have seen any uh, of these movies. You're making all this shit up. Um, but so, so this is the one that's like uh, Beast Wars, right? Is it? Is that right? That's part of it, yeah. So you've got Optimus Prime standing next to Optimus Primal. Don't worry, they have that conversation. Hell yeah. And then uh, Optimus Primal's... Mm -hmm. Fuck yeah. Okay. Okay, I'm... All right. And look, there's a a point in this movie where I was like, oh, okay, so the the Beast uh, version of the Transformers, they're just going to be in in straight-up Beast mode the entire time. Okay, I mean, like, I kind of wanted them to transform, but small price to pay for just seeing, like, robot... uh, animals on screen but they get to a point where it's a giant action scene of course and they transform and it fucking kicks ass and i fucking love it and then like it leads into something after this movie i don't want to spoil anything okay but uh i'm you know i i feel like hasbro has a good handle on their franchises and uh I'm, i'm very much looking forward to seeing where Everything goes from here because this one was just like so much fucking fun. I didn't get a chance to see this in theaters, but uh, I watched it at home as soon as it hit Paramount Plus here in the States. And holy shit, so much fucking fun. Definitely watch Bumblebee first. Like there's not like a ton of shit. You're not going to be lost if you start with Rise of the Beast, but Bumblebee just is so much fun. A lot of heart to it. Okay, that's cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then it's not directed by Michael Bay, right? No, this one is not. Okay. Okay. Mm -mm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean, giant monkey robot. How can you go wrong? That's, you know? I'm not, I, I ain't mad at it. Did I tell you it's voiced by Ron Perlman? Even better. Yep. I love Ron Perlman. Stephen Capel Jr. directs this movie. Stephen Capel Jr.? Yep. The director of Creed 3 and like two other things that I'm right. uh, seeing here. But, I haven't uh, seen any of the Creed movies. I say Creed 3, Creed 2. Creed, Creed 2. 2. Okay. Yeah. I'll check it out. I've, I've had Bumblebee on the list for a long time. I just uh, have not gotten around to it. Okay. Um, let's see. For me, um, I have uh, been just obsessed with this, and it just recently ended. Uh, start- the nanny. Th- well, that's an ongoing thing at this house. Mm-hmm. My wife is a – well, so, so am I. But uh, mm-hmm. we're both big fans of the nanny. Uh, she loves Fran Drescher. I do too. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but she, she, she's like super, super into it. She's reading her biography right now. Uh, and Fran Drescher, I, I like her. Is the name of her biography with friends like me? Nope. Damn. All right. Uh, I forget what it's called. Eh, who cares? Um, <laughs> Fr- no. Uh, Francie seeing you here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Working the crowd up into a frenzy. That's it. There that was my go. last one. Okay. <laughs> Nailed it. Mm-hmm. Um, no, uh, Strange New Worlds, Star Trek Strange New Worlds, which uh, oh, just yes. had its season finale a week or two ago. Um depending on when this comes out, and it may have been three, four weeks ago, but uh, the entire season two is, is wrapped up. Um, and while I loved season one, absolutely adored season one, season two is legitimately one of the best uh, seasons of televisions, uh, television that I've seen in a long, long time. Yeah. Um, it is just so fucking enjoyable and fun. 
but also dramatic what it needs to be. Um, it is just, it is just such. It, they had a musical episode, and I, I am generally not like a, I'm not a musicals fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just don't, they don't do anything for me. Um, not trying to knock people who like it, you know, but just not, never really clicked with me, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this was so much fun. Um, it, they worked it into the into the, the you know the logic of Star Trek, and it you know worked fine. Um, but uh, it was just oh, man, man. And there was a there was one episode where um, uh, Spock, you know, because he's half Vulcan, half human, um, through a crazy sci-fi thing, he ended mm-hmm. up uh, fully human and had to experience all of his emotions and stuff. So he was kind of like going through like puberty uh but you know he's normally this like stoic you know character mm-hmm. but then all of a sudden he's like you know horny and hungry and mad and um you know uh <laughs> listening to kid rock all the all at the same time mm-hmm. uh yeah. but uh it, it was just so much fun man everybody on that show is just incredible mm-hmm. um they had a crossover episode with anime or with uh, Lower Decks, which is the Star Trek animated show. I heard about this, yeah. Um, and they fucking nailed it. It was so fucking good. Uh, Tommy, I heard that it it kind of like rode the line of being it just like rode the line perfectly. Like if they went did. too far, it would have been too cartoonish for a live action episode yes. of Strange New Worlds. But it. it it uh, turned out pretty well. It just, it, it was incredible. Like if you think about the logistics, like you said, of, of, of trying to uh, fit this animated universe into a live action universe mm-hmm. and like how far do you take it? Where do you pull back? Like that kind of thing. Uh, they just fucking found like the perfect balance in there. And uh, it, it's so, it's, it was so much fun. So fucking mm-hmm. funny. Um, Tawny Newsom and uh, Jack Quaid, uh, mm-hmm. are like the two main leads on uh, Lower Decks and it's an animated show and it takes place like way in the few like takes place I think 120-ish years um, in the future of Strange New Worlds you know mm-hmm. uh, there's like a 125 year gap between the two so they come from the future so they know everything about so it's kind of like if Trekkies actually like got transported onto the Enterprise like uh, they know yeah. everything um and you know are experiencing it all firsthand and uh they're you know both big history buffs so they know everybody's name everybody's history but they can't they can't say anything they can't tell anybody um mm-hmm. but Jack Quaid uh I mean he's like a human cartoon in this uh but again he rides that line of making it not not too like over the top but just mm-hmm. at that perfect line um yeah. Uh, just the way he moves even his arms like kind of like noodle out and when he walks he does this hilarious little like cartoon strut um but the whole season just just phenomenal yeah um i would say even if you're not a star trek fan uh strange new world is like the perfect like just you can just start at season one episode one and uh you don't have to know anything about star trek and you might there might be some things you might not catch uh but otherwise it's just you'll enjoy the hell out of it. Um, I would just recommend that for anyone. Uh, but that, uh, yeah. What, what about you? What else have you been watching? Well, uh, real quick before we move on, have you seen either of the two newest Scream movies? Scream Five, Scream Six. I don't think I've seen anything past Scream One, to be honest. Holy shit! Wow. Yeah. Hmm. I need and you to. call yourself a Harry Potter fan? Well, wow. Disgusting. Uh, no, like. Uh, 
I went back for uh, my other podcast like a couple of years ago. Maybe it's like the beginning of 2022 and rewatched all the, the screen movies. Right. It was only up to five at that point. And it was like a valley, right? So Scream 1, great. Then 2 drops down a little bit. Scream 3 is like the bottom for me. But then you <laughs> climb back up with 4 and then 5 and then 6. And uh, I feel like you can just step into Scream 5 and then 6 the two most recent ones and uh jack quaid is is part of that equation and the equation and uh i think you would uh have fun with those okay so so i can like if i've seen one i can skip like two three and four or would you recommend i watch you might as well watch them all you know if fuck it you know what else you got going on right it's 150,000 degrees out right now i might as well all i've been doing is staying inside and watching television yeah, I will say that because Scream is styled as a whodunit type of uh, franchise. Yeah. Uh, I when I was rewatching, I think it was like two. Yeah, it was uh, the second movie. I thought I knew who the killer was, mm-hmm. but I was wrong, and uh, that was fun. I totally forgot who the killer was in three, four. Had no idea. So you get to. Uh, well, especially if you're watching it for the first time, you get to try to put the pieces together as to whom the killer might be. Right. And uh, I know you and your wife psychotically like to talk during movies. <laughs> so so maybe that would be <laughs> like fun conversation we, for you we, guys. Yeah, we usually pause it if we, if we talk. It's usually, That's not better. Yeah. That's not better. <laughs> she, she has questions and I have answers, baby. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Th- these are the credits. She, credits. She grew up um, in, in kind of like a little bit of a sheltered household. So she didn't get to, mm. she hasn't seen like the all the movies that I have. Uh, so generally we, you know, if we're watching something older, she might have questions like, who's that? Or, you know, what does mm. that thing mean? I mean, uh, that's Tom Hanks. He's a toy. <laughs> <laughs> He's uh, part of the deep state. Um, <laughs> He's trying to give everybody COVID personally mm-hmm. door to door absolutely um, <laughs> no i'll check that out i uh, yeah. uh really really need to uh watch scream look we're With we're getting bees. to that season right so it's almost spooky oh, yeah, season that's, true. Hey, that's a good point i mean ha- th- having a little like scream marathon I'm telling you, you <laughs> I think you would have fun with this shit. Hell yeah. Um, okay. I'll the, check it out. the next thing I want to talk about is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The Last Ronin. Oh, it's a uh, you've read this, right? Yes. The, the comics yes. I lent you. Um, so this is a uh, pretty much a self-contained story. Well, I've told recently where it's like spun off, but um, yeah. people can like go to their comic book shop or buy on Amazon or wherever the uh, The Last Ronin hardcover or it might be a trade paperback now, but it's a story that's set in the far future. It's like a Dark Knight Returns version of the Turtles. Uh, In the the far future, there's only one Ninja Turtle left standing. uh, His other three brothers have uh, given up their lives (laughs) in uh, service of of, uh, trying to save the world. And uh, this last mystery turtle is uh donning a black mask and all this like kick-ass ninja gear and going after the big bad of this series and it uh they were like thicker issues when they came out and it started coming out during the pandemic like maybe 
uh, like June or July of 2020, the yeah. first issue came out and it just blew up. It was like a huge, huge hit. And, uh, it was, uh, it was spaced out over the course of maybe like a year, year and a half for those five issues to come out. Yeah. But, uh, it was an impressive feat. I, I don't necessarily, uh, absolutely love it, but I do think it's worth mentioning in, uh, turtles media especially with the newest movie that had come out and it's so focused toward uh all ages fair this is something that's very much darker so if you want a like darker superhero uh story featuring the turtles uh the last ronin is the way to go uh the the art is a little bit uh i don't know it's not really what i would gravitate toward it was originally supposed to be illustrated by andy coon from like fire breather and he's done some like actual like idw turtles comics but um he had some like issues come up during that time and wasn't able to uh to commit so they brought in a couple other i think they were brothers uh, to do it uh no he actually did some like promotional work for it as it was leading up and and he did like the first like so many pages but then he was just couldn't couldn't do it um but uh overall i think it's a uh a pretty good story and they have like a spin-off series right now, like Lost Days, that tells like the early stories of the uh the lone turtle uh leading up to his place in the first comic. And then they're getting ready to do a sequel series, The Last Ronin 2. We got a uh, hit, let's exploit the shit out of it. One hundred percent. But honestly, I'm here for it. I'll take all the turtles comics I can get. There was yeah. a day or a, a severe drought of turtles comics back in the early two thousands. Like Mirage was the sole publisher of Turtles comics, and that was only drips and drabs as Peter Laird, one of the uh, co-creators, was putting out comics, and it wasn't even like that wide of a market for uh, for right. that. But um, I'm all about it for for these comics. Just like give me as much Turtle stuff as you can. I'll buy it, sit on it for a long time, and eventually like read it. Um, <laughs> speaking of which, I just got the uh, the Batman Ninja Turtles omnibus in the mail Ooh. and it collects the, all three series. Have you yeah. ever read any of those? Uh, I never read the first one with the, uh, Freddie Williams, the third. Yeah. Um, he does the art all throughout and oh, it's written oh, by okay, James cool. Tinian, the third. Right. I know I've read the first one. I don't think I've read the others. Same, same. I got to like, and I have all the, the, the issues staring at me on my comic rack here, but <laughs> I just, uh, I was so bad about that. I, I like right. to buy stuff and just like have it here. Yeah. No, Bring it back to my nest. I understand. Yeah. And uh, you you said Mutant Mayhem. You said it was good, but you didn't. You weren't. Has your opinion on it changed, or are you still? No, I I really like it. I uh, oh, okay. still think about it every day. Okay. You know, before mass, yeah. I go to mass every day. <laughs> um, but no, it's good. I was just trying not to overhype it. I know. Right, okay. Did you listen to the uh, the episode of We Have to Stop Talking CB or TMNT on CBB? No, I've been trying okay, to avoid cool. anything because I, I still haven't uh, had a chance to see it. I'm okay. hoping to get it in the next like week or two. Uh, yeah, it's been driving me crazy. I just haven't had the time. Oh my god, it's it is a ton of fun. There's a, a lot of celebrity voices in the movie. Right, they honestly don't have that big of a role. They probably like came in and recorded for a day, oh. and then like got out of there. So, so don't Mondo expect Gecko a lot on that. Not front and center like I want him to be. He's got a, a meteor part oh. out of all the extra okay, mutants. Well, really. He's okay. yeah, yeah, he's pretty fun, but. uh it, it is very much a Turtles movie, and uh, Ice Cube is front and center as well as the villain. Hell yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. I really like what they did with the the artwork. April's cool. 
Um, Did they make it? The, the whole thing is well is done. Is he related to Baxter Stockman? I guess maybe I shouldn't. I cannot disclose right, this yeah, information. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Okay. I'll tell you this: they're not the same character. Okay. It's not Baxter Stockman as as the Fly. Okay. This is a, a wholly new character. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Shit, I gotta yeah. watch that. Yeah. Very good. What about you? What else you got? Um. Well. Uh. Coming up hasn't released yet, but as of right now, it should be airing. Uh, Ahsoka. Um, the oh, new Star yeah. Wars show, which I am super, super, super fucking excited about. Um, I was hoping they said it was going to re- be released today, but they made it like a timed worldwide release. So it's it's I think it was like seven o'clock uh, here, but the first two episodes I believe are airing. Um, I've been rewatching uh, Star Wars Rebels in anticipation for it, um, which is a show that I did not watch when it initially came out, um, uh, but. Uh, since I got Disney Plus, I, I started watching it a while back and fell in love with it. Um, it's mm. just a fucking fantastic show, and I'm really excited to see kind of how they weave uh, the Rebels in with Mandalorian and and everything else that they've got going on. Um, so it not aired yet, but mm-hmm. that is one thing I am super fucking excited about. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. I still like Star Wars. Even bad Star Wars is fun for Luck. me. I don't care. This- this is where I'm at with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm just, I just let me have my thing. Yeah. This is my thing. I just want to have fun with it. Let me, let, I feel the same way about Star Wars. I will say I watched the, like the first four and a half episodes of, uh, oh my God, Andor. Yeah. And I liked it. It just didn't like click with me, click with me. I intend to finish it at some point. I probably just restart the thing, but I haven't finished that. I haven't even started Mandalorian season three and I like Mando. Yeah. But, um, it, it, I don't have any like specific reason why I think I just get like sidetracked by doing sure. other stuff. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. I, I liked when she showed up in, she was, yeah, she was in Mandalorian season two, right? Uh, or, no, it was a uh, Boba Fett. She was in season two. She was also in book of Boba Fett. Oh, okay. Uh, she's, she's been in both. Okay. Uh, yeah, love I, Rosario I, I, Dawson. I mean, just perfect casting, especially for Ahsoka, like an older Ahsoka, mm-hmm. just like nailed that fucking casting. Um, and uh, got Mary Elizabeth Winstead as uh, Hera, uh, who's the who's the Twi'lek, which this is like the first like live action Twi'lek, not the first live action Twi'lek, but the first like main character live action Twi'lek. They're the ones that have like like green or blue skin, and they've got the Mm-hmm. The uh, oh my god, I'm blanking on the names. Um, the god. like the headdress looking things. Yeah, the mm-hmm. oh my god, I should be slapped for this. Um, anyways, who cares? Um, it'll, it'll come to me in a dream. Uh, but I I love Twi'leks. Um, they are uh, Liku, Liku. There, there it is. Um, L <laughs> e e k u. And I did not look that up. Just popped in my head. Um, but uh, just ugh. I, I'm, I'm, we, we got two main characters that have Liku, both Ahsoka and uh, Harris and Dula, even though they're different races, uh, they, they both have what are called Liku, which are those things that, that kind of hang down. And um, look, I'm just going to be flat out honest with you. Uh, I am very attracted to Twi'leks. I've, I've seen Fight some, uh, some porn parody- parodies before. I mean, like, you know, I'm not. <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> definitely have not you're on set <laughs> you're there at crafty eating a hot pocket uh crafty getting whacky hell yeah 
Um, well, that's awesome. I'm, I'm glad this is coming out. I, I have high hopes for that series as well. Not like, oh, this has to be the greatest thing ever, but it's like, I just want to be entertained for a while. I think that's something that gets lost amongst a lot of uh, media fans. If, if it's uh, too much of the thing that you like, you just get bored with it, but you take it out on that franchise, you know? Right. That's just, and not to say that like everything Marvel has been perfect, you know, after no. post in game or whatever. Even pre in game, yeah, it wasn't. Come on. Hey, shut up, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> You're all defensive. Thor <laughs> the Dark World, when <laughs> it was actually the greatest movie of all time. <laughs> it still blows my mind that uh, over on the Blank Check podcast, they think that uh, Iron Man 3 is the best Marvel movie. And I was like, I don't know, man. Like, I understand why people like it, but the best one? Yeah. And they didn't like Ragnarok. I, but, hey, you know, whatever. I'm not mad yep. about it. I'll I, take again, it to my it, fucking it, grave. It's, it's <clears throat> what I think it is, is, is for me, is like, it's the world building. When world mm-hmm. building is done really well, like, I just want to be in that world. So with Marvel, and, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I think you and I especially probably have like a slightly different <clears throat> different perspective on a lot of this because mm-hmm. <clears throat> we have been so inundated with Marvel and DC and mm-hmm. Image and like these big, uh, you know, decades, almost centuries long uh, world building exercises at these point, at this point, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, what DC, what was Superman 30, 1930? Or oh, 38. 38, okay. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, okay, not quite 100 years, but you know, we're kind of coming Close up to. on that. Yeah. Where these worlds <clears throat> have been existing for just forever and have been mm-hmm. told across millions of stories, you know, mi- millions of comic books uh, written by uh, hundreds, if not thousands of writers and artists and inkers and colorists editor like it's it it is these gigantic worlds that have been built over time and when it's done right like yeah bad stories it's 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 a bummer whenever you read them or you watch them or whatever but um just to be able to exist in that world for a little bit is so much fun to me so even with star wars where i'm like yeah rise of skywalker is objectively a bad movie I agree. However, I've watched it, I don't know how many times, because I like being in that world. Like, I like the way things look. I like the way things operate. I like looking at it, you know? Um, So even if it's not the best thing in the world, or even if it's not that great, like, I'm still going to have, like, a base-level decent time with it. Um, Mm -hmm. Because, you know just like the place is that so wrong <laughs> right. get off my back <laughs> right i like it. i totally understand yeah I, and like i like rise of skywalker i like the star wars sequels every single one of them i know they don't fit together very well <laughs> yeah. but that's kind of like what star wars is to me anyway otherwise like if they fit together perfectly the original three you think like they would have the brother and kister kister mm-hmm. brother and sister kiss brother and kister brother and kister <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, let's, uh, you know, grain of salt and all that. Yeah, I, it, yeah, I, I, obviously, I, I the, the more and more I learned about <clears throat> Star Wars and, and the production side of it, the history of it, the more mm-hmm. I'm, I'm convinced that, like, it, they just got really fucking lucky with, with a lot of things, even in the yeah. George Lucas era. They got lucky with a lot of things working out the way they did. 
Um, so yeah, it, it wasn't this big, perfectly planned universe, but that's also what's kind of beautiful about it. Is like, despite all the, despite the lack of planning, and this, despite you know no one like looking to the future, George Lucas didn't even know if he'd get the first one made, let alone two more. Um, yeah. So you know. It, it, but it's the atmosphere, it's the feeling that I get when I watch these things, and I'm like, mm, I don't give a fuck. This is this is fun for me. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so so Ahsoka, I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Um, Do you know how long it's supposed to be? Um, I think. Well, I know that they're releasing, I believe, two episodes today. Uh, how many episodes is it? I I really don't know. Um, but I I feel like. Uh, I feel like most of the Disney shows have been around like eight, nine, ten, eleven episodes, generally somewhere in there. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Looks like okay, so it looks like Ahsoka first season is going to be eight episodes. Mm -hmm. uh, so the first two are coming out today. So okay, you know, we got for for the next six weeks, we got uh, we got some fun to be had. Get and you know what? That ain't too bad. That ain't too bad. That ain't too bad at all. Yes, me. <laughs> and you did. Let's be honest, you did. <laughs> All right. Hell yeah. Well, you got anything else you want to talk about? Uh, no, I mean, we can wrap it up for this one if you'd like. Uh, I feel like we've laid out some uh, some yeah. fun little things there uh, for us, all of it uh, genre-specific. Well. <laughs> but look, we them genre boys, you know? Genre Today boys. And forever, we them genre boys. <laughs> Uh, look, we just uh, like stuff. We're fans of stuff, and I hope, listener, that's why you listen, uh, because you are also a fan of stuff. Matter yes. of fact, if you have any recommendations for us, yeah. let us know. Get at us on Instagram or the thing that used to be called Twitter, but I guess still is, but also it's like a letter of the alphabet, but they really don't enforce it. I don't understand the policy for Twitter at this point. Uh, or you can email us, nudistpod at gmail.com. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Yeah, yeah. Hit us up on email. Let us uh, mm -hmm. let us know what you're watching, and if there's something that uh, you know we mentioned, and you guys like kind of that same realm of things, let us know because the writer strikes going on right now, and the acting acting strike. So uh, there's not going to be much new media made for a long time. So we're going to have a big big drought in content. So um, mm -hmm. yeah, let us know. We'll we'll check it out, and we'll report back and tell you that you are beautiful, and that you matter, and that your taste is is almost as good as ours. And then we're going to talk talk that mess afterward. Uh -huh. Like, once we're off air, oh my God. Yeah, yeah. You won't believe what uh, Hillary said. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, that she was going to win the election. Oh my uh, God, here we go. Here we go again. Pokemon, go to the polls. <laughs> <laughs> Pokemon, go to hell. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, the the check the show notes for our email and our social media, all of that stuff. And also be sure to check out the Instagram of one Mr. Jack Franklin. He is Milky Way Maps yes. on Instagram. He did the uh, logo or helped Ross design the logo. And uh, he's got good stuff over there. Good Absolutely. fella. Absolutely. He's a good that dude. One. Love yeah. Okay. Jackie boy. Yeah. All right. Well, um, all right, everybody listen up. Uh, I just got one thing to say to all y'all right now, and that's Pokemon. Go get fucked. Hmm. Bye. Pikachu. <laughs> that's good. Hey. Right. Fantastic. Uh, bye.